Welcome to the show. My name is JR and this is Daddy Discussions with the Three J's. Of course, I couldn't do it without the other two thirds of the Three J's, and that is Jeff and Josh. Guys, how are you? What's going on, everybody? Hey, hey. Well, we are having a special episode today because we're having our first guest on the show. We are here with chart topping artists, and let me tell you, they're even better brothers in Christ. They are Boomtown Saints. Chris and Ben, how are you guys? Doing excellent. Thanks for having us, guys. We really appreciate uh, being your first guest. I didn't realize that. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, you guys are special, man. We couldn't do it without you. <laughs> appreciate it. Well, fellas, I'd love to, uh, for you guys to take a quick journey to how you guys met and, and also where did the name Boomtown Saints come from? So catch us up on that a little bit. So how we met, actually, it's, uh, how we met and how we became a band are kind of the same story. So I'll just tell, tell you both of them. So we met at the gym. So his wife uh, is a, tra- a CrossFit trainer. And uh, I ended up going to a CrossFit gym. And he was never there, but his wife was. And she was like, oh, my, my husband's in music. I wasn't in music at the time. I was I was still in the corporate world. And, and uh, he, Ben was always on the road doing something. And one day he showed up, met him. Uh, we just got along. I mean, the thing about Ben and I is we're complete polar opposites, um, as you can tell. Head to toe, cowboy head, camo. All the um, yeah, yeah, we're we're just we're just polar opposites. It, so, but what's well, crazy is it's always, it's always that, that's good. It's probably good because the things my toxic traits, if they were his, that would not be good. So, uh, yeah, it just it's kind of always worked. But we became buddies. We were buddies for about six months. Um, I knew he was a musician, and one day it was uh, in August 2018. Um, he asked me. Cause he knew I was a musician in a former life. We had discussed it. It wasn't really something a topic of conversation for us, but he asked me one day, he said, man, <clears throat> excuse me. He said, man, um, <laughs> can, you, can you help me find a bass player for a show? And I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> and I'm just going to go into this. When you ever hear him do that, that's his worst impression of my voice. Everybody does. It. Everybody <laughs> you does. It. Now you're going to be like, Ben said this. My 13 year old daughter just did it to me. <laughs> I was this days up. I, really? So I get enough from him. So, uh, so he, he was like, man, I need to find a bass player for the show. It's in two weeks. And it was August. And so every musician in the city that's worth their salt is, is already booked. And I was like, I'll help you find somebody. I know some people. I tried for a week and a half, couldn't find anybody. And on a Wednesday night, the show was Friday. He said to me, Hey man, can you just hold a stick up there and make it sound half decent? That's all I need. And I, I just I don't, I don't really need a bass player. I just need somebody to look like they're playing bass. And so I and I obviously have been, been a musician. If you play guitar, you can typically play, play bass. So I was like, sure, I'll do it. And so I said, um, all right, man, give me the set list. There's gonna be an awesome eight to ten songs. Forty-four songs I had to learn in two days. Forty-four. Wow. Forty-four. It's pretty awesome. Uh but anyway, we went up there and played. And uh, it went really well. We got booked to come back that night before we left. And it happened the next week. And then it happened the next week. And we were like, you know, we should try something. So we ended up being, uh, we, we wanted to, we had a lot of fun. That was mm-hmm. the thing about our show. Is it's, it's just, we have a lot of fun. And we make sure everybody in the audience is having fun. And we were like, we need a name. And I had a fantasy, a flag football team uh, named Hopscotch Mafia. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, let's just go by the Hopscotch Mafia. Everybody remember it. And they did. Uh, once we started getting involved with the label and or labels in general, um, some of them hated it. Some of them absolutely loved it. And we were like, you know, we should probably cut out the ones that hate it by changing our name. 
so a boom town is a, a def defined as a, a town that sees sudden prosperity. So you think about um, oil towns, coal towns, mm -hmm. and a sudden prosperity. And they uh, that was kind of what happened to us. We did not expect this journey to happen. And all of a sudden, like when we really dug into it, I mean, we got involved with Grammy Award winning producers and labels within just a few months. And we were like, I mean, people down on Broadway are trying to do this for eight, 10 years. And it was just a few months. We were like, okay. So Boomtown, that's where that came into play. Uh, another thing about us is, you know, faith is forefront of everything we do, even when we're on stage, everything we do. And the first thing anybody knows about you or sees about you is your name. And we were like, how do we do something that at least gives a nod to faith? Uh, and the, the, sound, uh, the name Boomtown Saints sounded cool. Even though we're not saints, it still sounded cool. And it's a nod to to face so by any stretch of the matter there it is <laughs> that's, that's amazing how god works let me tell you you learn 44 songs in two days I, I don't even know how to play one so that that's amazing in itself yeah it was i yeah. wasn't the happiest camper uh, i used to play in a band no. but back when I was <laughs> yeah that, jeff played bass you get it like it was like a, and you're the backbone too so it wasn't one of those things <laughs> that you could just be terrible yeah Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Guys, I, I want to ask you, Chris, Ben, you guys are on the radio, you know, and it, it's, it, you guys are touring all over the place and, and, and really growing. I, I love asking this question when I meet musicians, um, when I'm fortunate enough to meet musicians. What was it like hearing your song on the radio for the very first time? Oh, wow. Well, I was, I was, I know we have both of our separate things and we finally got, got, got a chance to hear it for, together for the first time, but uh, I was with my wife. We had just gotten off the phone with our daughter. Like she was like, "What are y'all bringing home to eat?" I said, "I don't know." I flicked it off, and my wife, my wife was like, eh, "With the radio dial," and I went, "Wait, I know that song. That's our song." <laughs> and so she, uh, I was, I, I just, I couldn't speak really. I had a what song? What song? All trucks go to heaven. That one. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. It was it was the first time I'd, I'd heard that, and uh, she got a video of it. I told her not to post it. She did it. <laughs> she did. Didn't she? What are you gonna do? I I, I <laughs> smile. I smile, but I don't look fixated <laughs> like this, like I was on the when she took the video. So that's amazing. But uh, Chris, what was yours, man? I was leaving a restaurant. I got in the car. I was picking up food for my wife Jenna and I, and I got in the car. I turned the car on and I'm just pulling out and it just did not really registering. I mean, you hear your song so much that this doesn't really register. And, and at one point I was like, wait, my phone is not connected. That's on the right. And I turned it up and I immediately call him I, and he doesn't answer. I, I was call, asleep. I call his wife. <laughs> his wife's like, he's asleep. I was like, no. So then I called Jenna and I'm like, turn on your face. Like it was the, yeah, I, I lost my mind. Um, and it was actually a couple of weeks after that we were, we were uh, filming something for the Country Network yep. down in downtown Nashville. And we, we filmed this, uh, a TV show with them. And we're leaving, we're driving home and we're talking, just jabbering away. And I just kind of glanced down to look at the time and I see on the screen, it says Boomtown Saints. I was like, are you turning it I'm up? I'm not connected. And so we actually heard <laughs> it together for the first time here in Nashville on 94.7, the Country Giant plug uh the first time we ever heard our song each of us was on that radio station so yeah. it was awesome it was a crazy surreal experience a lot of work goes into it um more than i think either of us ever thought would go into it uh you you, you think that when you get to the point where you have a radio team behind you and you have a record label behind you that 
all right, it's going to go now. Uh, the amount of work at, that goes into that point forward, that's when the work starts. And so to hear it was, um, it was kind of a, it was very it, surreal. Yeah, it was just surreal. It was like a wow. But going back to his point, it's like you you start climbing the hill and you're getting it right at the top of the crest of the hill, and then boom, there's a mountain you got to climb. Right <laughs> you're like, oh, we made it, and they're like, no, you didn't. <laughs> you far from made it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, switching lanes a little bit here. Um, you know, we're a, we're a, the podcast about dads, right? So I know both of you are dads. Um, remind me how many kids you guys got again. You got two girls. I have three. So we're all, we're shout out to the girl dads. Girl dads. Girl dads. Um, tell us what it's like traveling the country um, and knowing that you have strength and family at home waiting on you guys to get back. What's, what's that, that like? It's absolutely amazing because I know, I know Chris feels this the same way I do. If we didn't have that at home, our lives would be, we couldn't do it. You know, we we trust everything back at home. We're on the road. We we have to know that things are going to be fine. And um, thank God for the beautiful women in our life that chose to do it with us and make that sacrifice to to keep us. Yeah, going. it's and I'll tell you, they they sacrifice a lot. I I, I think we both, God blessed us both at the right time. Um, there's no way. In certain times of our life, we were not ready for what we have now with our wives and with our families. And, um, and I'll tell you that, I mean, for my, my story, I mean, it, I, I met my wife a little over three years ago and it was the right time for me. God knew it was the right time for me. And she has been for me exactly that a godsend. I mean, it's, it's amazing that the support they give us um, for, and I'll give, give you an example. A few weeks ago, we were in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, we played four acoustic shows in the Pacific Northwest. We were playing some amazing theaters and we were doing meet and greets. We were on the radio out there and they were both at home um, taking care of the family in the house. And we were texting back and calling back and FaceTiming. Look at this amazing site. Oh my goodness. We just got this and all this stuff. And then after the fact, you're thinking, wow, well, okay. <laughs> what would I be like if like, they were doing that? And I was like, nice i got a three-month-old at home you know it's so <laughs> so it's i i don't they're special women uh god put them in our lives and having that here at home is the only way we're able to do it yeah. um and we're actually excited to come home which is awesome yeah shout out shout out to the wives that hold it down right leah jenna it makes makes our it makes our lives as dads a whole lot easier when we have yeah. amazing wives at home um so here you get a little deeper here, uh, Ben. I know you're a step parent, and Chris. I know Jenna's a stepmom to your older girls. Um, how's that element been important to your family dynamic? Well, I mean, it. I met my wife when I was 25 years old, and it I took her a, a huh? <laughs> so last year, <laughs> last year, last year for sure. They've been married for four months. That's it. Nice. No, I, I met her um, when I was 25, and I didn't know at, at first she she had a daughter. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm not ready for that. I wasn't. <laughs> I was still I was still full-on solo artist before I even met this, years before I met Chris. And I was still going down that path. And she she was very protective of, of Grayson. And 
it wasn't until six, six months, eight months we were dating that I finally got to meet her. Wow. And, but I'll tell you this, that changed my life forever because when we, when she moved up and, and we got married, being a dad, you know, that was, that was the craziest thing because now I'm, I'm not only protecting myself, but protecting my family as well. And, you know, I grew up pretty much. Yeah. As soon as that happened, I, I started growing up, taking on more responsibilities. Yeah, and I, I'll say, I mean, speaking, I don't even know if I've ever told you this, but I genuinely feel that Ben was born to be a dad. Like, I genuinely believe that. He was born to be a dad. If people who know Ben best, um, A, his, his, his heart and his intentions are some of the most pure uh, that I've ever experienced. Wow. And so I can, I can tell you that I, I can't imagine the, the, I didn't know him when that back then, but I cannot imagine the, uh, the probably the freaking joy that was all of a sudden entered your life and the fulfillment. That's the word I'm looking for. The fulfillment that you had to experience when Grace entered your life. It was also awesome because Grace was potty trained. For me with Jenna, uh, so she didn't meet my, when we met, uh, she didn't meet my, so, and she'll tell everybody this, and you guys know her, and she'll be the first one to tell you this. When we met, um, it was months in, and she was like, what if, she, I, she didn't meet um, my middle, my, my at the time it was my youngest daughter. She didn't meet her for seven months, mm -hmm. uh, and then she didn't meet my oldest daughter for 11, and that was more just my older daughter was teenager, and you know, just she, we, uh, her time. Uh, but there were two reasons for it. One was I, um, I wanted to make sure for me first and for my girls, um, I knew really fast, but I just wanted to really make sure because that's one of the biggest things you can want. You talk about ruining your children's lives. <laughs> you bring their own person in. It only got stronger, the feeling that she was the right one. Um, but the thing that made it kind of changed me to an extent was she knew going in, she said, what if the girls don't like me? Mm -hmm. and my answer was, I mean, that's it. Like, this, this isn't going to work. Yeah, um, yeah. Sorry. You know, it's, it's, that's uh, my dad. I guess that's my job. Right. But, uh, of all else, my job is to be God's son and a dad. And, um, but what's crazy is the day each of them met her, it's been, I mean, the I, I I could not possibly imagine a better person stepping into their lives and filling gaps that I didn't even know were gaps. Uh, God works in really crazy ways. Yeah. Uh, just the fact how how similar she is to my uh, now my middle child, just in every aspect is insane. It just it's God works in ways that I can't, I can't even um, I've stopped trying to understand because we can't. Uh, but yeah, it shaped me in the sense that I, when I saw that, I, I understood a different type of love. Because as a dad, you guys get this. As a dad, when you have a child, you, there's a certain type of love. You're like, oh, this is what love is. Yeah. And you have love for your, your 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 siblings. You have love for your friends and your parents. But then the love that a step parent steps in and has is totally different than anything we'll understand. Yeah. And it's so pure. Uh, and it expanded my mind even more on just what love can be. That's amazing. Nice.
Well, I was going to ask this next question, but man, I feel like y'all have already <laughs> just blown me away. Uh, some incredible dads, traveling musicians. I mean, I'm, I've got a daughter, two sons. So, you know, a lot changes after having a family. What's, what's the one thing that's changed from being a single guy to now running, running lead on a family too? Wow. Everything. <laughs> is that is that one thing i mean that's it's <laughs> from being single and doing your own thing and and your responsibility is one to having all of this responsibility it's it's a lot it's a lot on you but i tell you what my wife because and I, i've shared this with chris many times and he, he knows this and it probably if my wife hadn't entered into my life grace and hadn't entered my life i'd be dead I mean, I was going down. He would be. I was going 100%. down the wrong path of just long nights, drinking every single night to way excess, just not following what I needed to do. And the reason that I was, and this is, goes back to faith, I was angry at God for 10 years, nine, 10 years. I lost my dad when I was 19, oh. and I could never get past that. Yeah. could never get past that. My wife kept begging me to go back to church, going back and, and doing, and my life was not in great, great circumstances by any means. It was a lot of depression, a lot of, a lot of everything. And finally she said, let's go back. Let's go back to church. Let's, let's do this. And her belief in me and then my reaffirming faith has gotten me to that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, follow that up, Chris. <laughs> Honestly, you want to know the absolute truth? Because listening to that, I completely forgot the question. <laughs> so if you could ask it one more time. I probably didn't even answer the question. No, but that, I, that I, I got, so, I got so attached to that answer. I just completely, what, was, what was the question? <laughs> yeah. From being a single guy to now having a family, what's what's the number? Um, so for me, it was a little different uh, because I... Um, this is my second marriage. Got married very young the first time, um, and so it, it was a little little different of a journey. One thing I will tell you is the difference for me this time around um, is, especially if I was put into this life or we're doing right now, traveling the country, doing these things, being on the charts, being in Billboard magazine, all these things. If it had happened to me. In the past before you know just a few years ago um i don't know what I, it wouldn't have been good it wouldn't have been good and i mean i'm not saying i would be out there intentionally going to make it bad but i just know i wouldn't it wouldn't have been good uh definitely uh needed to have people around me a support system at home that kept me grounded i definitely need children in my life to keep me focused on outside of God, what the most important thing is and not, you know, I'm very ADD as you all know and can tell. Uh, <laughs> and I just, I just tend to, you know, it's always the next um, that keeps me rooted and grounded. I mean, even to the extent that I mean, this isn't about being a dad, but the people we have in our band, we met them at church. Um, you know, they're all dads now. They, they, and it keeps us rooted in what's, First, we're traveling on the road and we'll be jamming. I mean, we'll be in the middle of Kansas, just jamming, rocking out in the van. And, mm -hmm. and uh, all of a sudden, hey, guys, hang on. Mute. 
Hi, baby. Whoever it is. It's, <laughs> it's everybody. And then we spend, and then everybody's like, I might as well call my kids. And then we'll spend two hours quiet on FaceTime with our, and then we'll come back and we're like, all right, set so, it back up. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 um, they're always with us on the road because of that. And I, and if it were any other way, I don't know that it would be a fulfilling life to live. That's amazing. So, you guys already kind of talked a little bit about your faith journey, but I want I want to ask a question. Truly, whenever you're writing music, you're playing music, you're you're touring, you're, you know, and all the things that you do from a professional level, how much do you put God, or how much does God show up in your influences of your music? Oh goodness, I everywhere. I mean, <laughs> ask. So, where does God show up? How often? Uh, so, first of all, I mean. We intentionally, when we are on stage, um, sometimes it, it has to be forced and that's fine by us. Um, we intentionally keep him, keep God front and center in what we're doing. We talk about faith in God uh, multiple times every show um, because without that, I mean, what, what are you? What do you have, right? Um, as far as how he influences what we do, it's crazy because we'll sit down to write. We have a song called She Does. And it's this song about a guy who has messed up. Doesn't ever define how he messed up. But it, 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 Ben and I wrote this probably two years ago. And we're going to be recording it not too long from now. Um, guy messes up and it starts out Wednesday morning at the old church. Just here thinking about her on bended knees with folded hands. And it's this whole, quote, love story about this guy who messed up somehow. Is now at church. And it turns into him talking to God saying, God, I've messed up with you too. I've used your name in vain far too many times, left your good book sitting on the shelf and then read it next to your pile. I've raised some hell and fanned its flames. I told some lies without shame. I got a lot to fix with you up above, but you'll be coming back before she ever does. And so we turned this heartbreak song about a woman into a song about God. And the whole concept of that song at the very end is the epiphany that he has of, and this is something we both had to get to in our lives. He has an epiphany at the end of the song where he goes, God, I'm coming back. Even if she never does. And that's what the whole song's about. It's about having that relationship, coming back to that relationship with God, because you put your faith in that, not in over here. And that's, and, and everything we, uh, before every show, all of us, uh, we, we huddle. Um, we mm-hmm. talk about what he's done to get us there. We take we take a really serious moment before every show. Um, but man, I'll tell you, like Ben said, he thinks he would be dead without God in my life. I don't know, I don't know where I'd be, but it wouldn't be happy and it wouldn't be here. That's all I know. I wouldn't be a good dad. That wouldn't be a good partner. It's amazing. Well, man, <clears throat> you guys have blown us away with this conversation. I mean, it's it's yeah. been <laughs> really good. We're, we're over here just like <laughs> we're learning so much you know we're you know there's nothing better um i we we've said it many times on our show that by the podcast that we learn so much from each other and we've known each other for years and and, you know we've known you guys for a long time too from church and stuff and and we learned so much just in this one conversation it's been awesome um and you guys have obviously a lot going on in your lives especially in music and and all the things coming up you guys are hitting charts i mean it's been amazing got great songs Anything you guys want to talk about coming up in in, in the Boomtown Saints world with plugging things? Tell, tell us what's all going on. Go ahead. 
Go ahead, Mr. Plugger. All right. <laughs> That's I don't know. I wouldn't ever say that again. We'll just, <laughs> just we'll just leave that. There. There's better ways of wording that, brother. Just leave that one right there. <laughs> so you need to go back to that. It's better way, Mr. Plugger. Um, okay, so what we have going on? So we the song. So we have all trucks go to heaven. It's on the radio. It's number twenty nine North America right now, as of two days ago. Number two in Texas, which is awesome because we're not from Texas and they let us into their walls. It's insane. Um, that's awesome. So that's out on the radio. You can stream that. We released a song yesterday, um, February. Actually, I heard a, a buddy of mine, uh, Tim Cody, actually said this to me yesterday. He's like, February is all about vibes. He said, you're not in the holidays where it's all about family and oh, and love, and but you're not the summer yet. February is about vibes. And so we released a song yesterday. Our label released it. Uh, it's called Dive Bar Heart. And all it is is about a place that you go to when you're done being cool. Everybody knows your name and knows you for who you are. And that's where you, and you're there. Uh, so we released that yesterday. But we also have a song called Black Top Don't that's coming out at the end of March. Yep. That's going to be our next radio yep. single. Uh, they think that's going to do some pretty good things uh, this summer on the radio. So oh I would ask you to keep an eye out for that one because that is uh, – We've been eagerly anticipating the release of that one for a year and a half. Um, we have an EP coming out in April that's going to have six or seven songs on it. Uh, that's going to be, we have a couple of things on there that's just, we've been writing with people that we, if you would have told us a year ago, we'd be writing with these people. Um, <clears throat> Keith and Adrian Falase, they wrote something like that by Tim McGraw. They wrote um, I Love You by Martina Bride. Uh, they've written, you know, Keith Hill's number one albums and um he's a friend of my dad what's that he's a friend of my dad's i know him well he's a great guy are you oh he's the, the most they're the most amazing hey. plug keith and adrian some of the most amazing humans i've ever met they're awesome they don't they they don't need us in any way and they treat us like we're family I, there's no it's awesome they're great people anyway to say that to say we write with people like that and we have a couple of other songs coming out on the cp that are we're really excited um yeah. so we're all we're all over the place this summer um they are we're basically we're going to alaska going to alaska yeah wow. so nice. one of the, one of the things we get to do is have a rider and i'm trying to sneak in a, a fishing trip a rider if those that don't know a rider is uh basically a list of things that you want for the show hmm. and he i don't care about anything he's <laughs> actively trying to get a fishing trip on our rider i want to go salmon fishing <laughs> <laughs> with a fly rod, I just—it's a bucket list. I just want to go do it. I try to get too. So, 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 yeah, we we're gonna be. I'm on the not road. gonna get it. I'm sure they're just gonna be like, "Ha, oh, it's funny." He's not gonna get it. Uh, but we're gonna be on the road all summer, and so we're basically gonna be within a few hours of every major city in the country all summer. Uh, so people can find us out there. Our show—we've been told it's fun. So, what's it? website or, or or social media can we can we find you guys boomtown saints music i was obviously hearing you on the radio but like you know how can people connect to you right uh boomtown saints music.com uh is our website you can find us at boomtown saints on instagram and at boomtown saints band on facebook awesome. um, we're on other platforms as well uh, but that's where our, most of our updates come and from you, so and if you go to the website please sign up on our our mailing, e list. our mailing list. I mean, we want to get in touch with people as best we can. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Well, guys, we're, we're um, closing up this episode. Great conversation as always. Any uh, last question you want to throw out there to the guys? No, thanks so much, guys, for 
hanging out with us this afternoon. Yeah, Thanks for having us. This is really flattering, and we appreciate you guys more than you know. Well, this uh, this has been a great conversation. Thank you guys for taking time. Uh, obviously, you just talked about how busy your schedules are. So fitness in for a few minutes, is, is it's we are humbled by this. So thank you so much for this. And, and it's also great to see how God is, is using you in a platform that you guys have to, you know, reach people. It's amazing. Yeah. So uh, congratulations on the success. And um, we couldn't, you know, couldn't thank you enough for being here. And this concludes another great episode of Daily Discussions with the Three J's. The three J's here. Um, I want to remind you that we have one purpose, and it's very simple. We just talk about loving our families. We love our families. We love our wives. We love our kids, and they drive us in everything that we do. And um, that's really what this whole podcast is about. And and we obviously don't do everything the best. We have pitfalls, but we do the best we can. And that's we lean on each other, and, all, and obviously our great guests here, and, and learn from each other, and that's how we get better. Um, if you like our podcast and want to listen to us more, you know, hit up all the social media places, give us a five-star rating on YouTube, give us a five-star rating on all of our podcast sites, subscribe to it. And um, if you got any questions or, or ideas for future episodes, you can reach out to us at daddy discussions podcast at gmail.com. But other than that, guys, we thank you again for being here. Yeah. Love you Thanks guys so as always and everything you guys do. And um, that'll, that'll close up this episode. So, um, thank you guys. Thank y'all.